Hi there, I'm your host Kate. I grew up in Seattle, Washington around friends that were entrepreneurs or had parents that were. Throughout my different ventures, I came to a realization that I enjoy talking to people about their careers and listening to their inspiring stories. One day, I thought to myself, why not record these conversations and make it into a podcast? So here we are, and now these stories are available to you with the hope that you'll also find them inspiring. On this episode, we get to sit down with Heather Roberts, star seller, aka Etsy queen. Due to COVID-19, she was out of a job, but as a result, found her passion. Tired of trading her time for dollars, she discovered that Etsy was more than just handmade items or knitted sweaters, and tried her hand on making her own shop. The Etsy shop is now her full-time job and continues to bring in passive income. So, you know, with Etsy, a lot of people think, oh, it's just handmade items. You know, it's just, you know, grandma knitting a sweater, you know, and you buy it. But, and, and, you know, it is, there's a lot of handmade sellers that sell beautiful items, you know, like jewelry or, or, or all that. But, you know, the, the, the truth is, and it's kind of, it's kind of a little kept secret. Not a whole lot of people know, but Etsy has a very, very big digital market. You know, they have a lot of digital download products, instant downloads that people can make. It's, you know, a lot of them are digital tools, DIYs, um, documents, forms, all kinds of stuff, you know, and people are making very, very good passive income this way. Um, and it's, it's not, like I said, not a whole lot of people know about that. So how did you get started on Etsy? Did you have a degree? I mean, do you have like a business before Etsy? So I, I did, you know what, um, before it's funny. Cause you, you were mentioning weddings. I was actually a wedding photographer for seven years. Um, and that's, that was one of my biggest passions and it still is. Um, but you know, so right when COVID hit, I was out living in California. I, uh, I moved to California from Texas cause I had big dreams and I wanted to, you know, be, be the, the celebrity photographer out in LA, you know? So that's what I wanted to do, but you know, COVID hit and nobody was having weddings anymore. So I was out of a job and it was kind of, kind of scary at that time. And, um, luckily I was living with my boyfriend out there in California and he was working for Google at the time. And so he was able to support us, but I knew at that time, since I was out of work and he wasn't, um, I had to find other means of making an income, you know? And so I, I have always been interested with, with running online businesses, um, I knew eventually I wanted to retire my camera and stop trading my time for dollars. And um, I started actually on Shopify. I started a Shopify store, many, many Shopify stores. And they, <laughs> I'd start something, I'd make a little bit of money, and then I, you know, would get, you know, un- unmotivated and it would fail, or I wouldn't know how to market it the correct way, and uh, you know, it wouldn't work out. But then, you know, one day I. I can't really tell you how I found it, but I, I just, I heard just 
little voice in the back of my head, check out Etsy. I said, you know, why not? But at that time, I didn't know about the digital market on Etsy. I thought, I, you know, I'm just like, well, you know, people sell physical products. Maybe I can try it out. Um, and so I, I went on there and I was looking and somehow I stumbled upon a lady on Etsy selling a pack of clip art um, of these little digital doodle hearts. And um, they were a digital download and she was selling them for 99 cents. It was like a hundred of them, all different colors. What are I, um, doodle hearts? So, so, so clip art, it's just do, doodle hearts. So like, you know, she took a, a drawing pad and she obviously drew them out or either drew them on her computer. Um, and it was just a digital design that people were downloading over and over again for 99 cents. And I thought to myself, I saw this clip art pack and I'm like, what like why why are people buying this you know and I saw reviews on it and I saw people saying how great it was and I'm just like these, these are so simple why would someone pay for this I don't understand you know these are you know these are digital graphics that someone obviously needs for something what I didn't know at the time um and so then I you know I, I clicked on her shop and I kept looking at everything she was selling and you know she had a lot of customers and she had all kinds of things she had digital rainbows and flowers and you know, you, you name it, she had everything. And I'm like, huh, okay. So she's selling this over and over again. Maybe, maybe I can give my hand at it. Maybe I can try yeah. it out. And um, I've always loved drawing. I've drawn ever since I could pick up a pencil. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not, I'm not the best artist in the world, but I, you know, I, I do enjoy it. And so I said, you know what? I'm going to give it a chance because if it's working for someone else, why can't it work for me? You know, maybe I can make a couple extra dollars as a side hustle or, you know, and so, mm -hmm. so then from then I went to a pawn shop and I bought a $50 drawing tablet, just real cheap, went back home and <laughs> slapped together an Etsy shop real quick. And I decided to do my very first listing were some cute little stick figures. And my boyfriend thought I was insane. He thought I was crazy. He's like, no one, no one's <laughs> what are you doing? Like, why are you wasting your time? He told me that. And I told him, I said, oh, you want to bet? Because I'm seeing all these other people on here mm -hmm. you know, selling their drawings, selling their doodles. And, and I think, I think it can work. And he's like, all right, you want to make a bet? And I said, sure. And so, you know, a week went by, nothing happened. And I, and I kind of, you know, I was like, yeah, maybe, maybe he's right. You know, I kind of forgot about it after that. Um, but then two weeks went by, I completely forgot about the store at that point. I was working on other things. I was trying to, you know, do whatever I could to make money beginning of COVID. But then two weeks later, I heard a little cha-ching notification. Oh, your first transaction. My very first sale was a lady from Canada mm -hmm. and she bought my pack of stick figures. <laughs> Let me tell you, I was screaming. I was, I was, in, I remember myself I was in the bathroom and I was screaming and my boyfriend's like, what, 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 what's going on? And I said, babe, some lady from Canada just bought my stick figures for $2. And he, <laughs> he was just, he, he was smiling, but he thought I was crazy. And, and so, you know, but I, I thought at that time, which maybe it was just a one-time thing or whatever, but more and more, more people started buying them. And I'm like, maybe I have something here. And so the light bulb went off. And so then I did another set where I colored in the stick figures and then I did flowers and rainbows and everything else. And before I knew it, I was getting more and more sales. And I'm like, I think I have something here. And I just decided to keep going with it. And then mm -hmm. the side hustle turned into the main hustle. And then before I knew it, a year later, I was number one on Etsy for my niche 
two years later, I'm number one for the digital niche and number one in the United States on Etsy. That's incredible. It's, you know, I I didn't know what I was doing. I kind of did it blindly. And, um, Mm -hmm. but I realized it was my passion and I can kind of say I found my passion during the pandemic is what I always like to say, you know, so. Yeah. So there was a lot of learning though as well. Um, when you had put up your first offering or your package, was that the only one that was available or did you have a couple other ones at the same time when you released it? So, so, well, whenever I first did my stick figures, I put them together in a bundle. I made, I think I made about 10 of them, just all, all different looking ones. And, you know, the, the thing is, is I kind of made them look like children they looked like children's stick figures mm-hmm. and at the time I didn't know why I, like I had no idea what people were buying them I, I couldn't believe it I mean it was it was just crazy to me but then over time as people started leaving reviews and people started giving me feedback I realized that the people who were buying these stick figures um, this pack of like 10 of them were teachers were grandmas and grandpas, you know, teachers would use them for, you know, to put on elementary school t-shirts or for their classroom. Um, You know, mothers and fathers would use them to make t-shirts, you know, with all the little stick figures and with all their child's names under each Mm -hmm. one saying, you know, this mom belongs to Lucas, Landon, Heather, you know, they would, you know, Mm -hmm. they, they would name them. And it was the cutest thing. And I realized I'm like, people are using these designs to make crafts. They would use um, with, they would use a machine that's called Cricut um, and that they would cut them out, cut them out, you know, use them in any way they could to make something very cool with them. Yeah. It's like a tool, you know, so. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so when you were creating these files, were they meant to be Cricut files originally? So the thing is, is what I noticed, because uh, so, so this is how I am. I'm very observant. I like to do my research before I really do anything. And what I realized So when I originally found that lady selling the doodle hearts, I noticed that she was selling them in certain file formats. And there was a few of them that I actually had no idea what they were. Um, And one was called an SVG. And I noticed that a lot of similar listings, all the competitors, they were selling these SVG files. And I'm like, what the heck is an SVG? I don't even know what that is. And I did my research and I realized um it's so so svg stands for scalable vector graphic and that is the main file that that's actually really the only file that a cricket machine will take because i realized mm. on these listings people were tagging cricket 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 on everything and i'm like what the heck is a cricket and so then i went <laughs> to google and I, I girl when i tell you i did my research like an fbi agent i wanted to know why people were buying this, what were they using it for, you know, and so I figured it out. I'm like, okay, so this is a cricket machine. I've never even seen one before. But then I went to Walmart, I went to Target, and I realized they have these at the store. They have these in the craft section. I'm like, okay, so people are making stuff. So then I'm like, all right, so I have to figure out, I got this drawing tablet, and it's so funny. Other other graphic designers listen, listening to this may completely like cringe when they hear this. But since I had my background in seven years in photography, I had no other idea of how to draw anything except in Photoshop. I drew these stick figures in Photoshop, which is just completely wrong. I don't know. I do not use Photoshop <laughs> now. 
Um, so then I realized, I'm like, well, I have to make these files in SVG. I don't know how to do that. So I mm -hmm. went on, I found this converter that you can use to make the right file types. And so then I started using that and uploading the files directly to Etsy where people would buy the design and then download the files they needed. So that's how I figured that out. And then how did you, or what, what kind of um, software do you use nowadays to make? So nowadays, like completely different. <laughs> um, after Photoshop, my, my cringy days of using that, I realized that the proper program I needed to use for graphic design was Adobe um, Illustrator. And so um, I'll use Illustrator nowadays, but then I decided I wanted to upgrade um, my drawing tablet, my $50 drawing tablet after a while. Um, cause it was one of those drawing tablets. You didn't have a screen. You had to draw <laughs> thing and look on the mm. computer and it was just horrible. So then I upgraded to an iPad, which, oh my gosh, I absolutely love my iPad. I use it for everything. And so on the iPad now I use a app called procreate and procreate is a very, very good versatile app for artists used for so many different things. Um, and so I can take it with me. I'll use it on the go. I can travel with it and you know, the best part about this job is, like I said, it's passive income mm -hmm. and you can do it from anywhere. I draw on my iPad from bed, from the beach, from anywhere. And so that's that's what I use now. I use Procreate um, and I'll use Adobe Illustrator and I'll use my converter app, which is Conversio.co if anyone wants to go check it out. <laughs> um, now that you've been running your business for almost two years. Uh, it was right? two years as of yesterday. We had just had oh, the anniversary. congratulations. We went out and had a nice dinner with all my friends and it was really yeah. cool. Two years That's old. awesome. Yeah, <laughs> I can't even imagine because two years ago around this time, the U.S. was starting to shut down. Yep. So <laughs> at that time you were thinking, all right, I got to find something mm -hmm. and make income. And this is what you found. And two years later, you're still in the same, um, I would say, same area of expertise. Mm -hmm. And um, you've grown this business quite a bit. Mm -hmm. um, so has this become your full-time job now? Absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's, it's my baby. It's my main thing. I, you know what, I actually don't even do photography anymore. I, I put the camera down and, you know, it, it was time. I was burnt out on mm -hmm. weddings anyways. Um, I, as much as I loved it, I was kind of kind of tired of chasing bridezillas <laughs> and the, <laughs> the wedding industry is very, very, uh, you know, intense. And, um, you know, the, who can say no to passive income, you know what I mean? And yeah. so this, I, I realized how passionate I was about it. And so yes, full-time thing. And, you know, with, um, with COVID, I can truly say, I think COVID was probably the reason why this industry that I'm in now exploded. Um, because what I, I realized is that just like myself, there were lots of other women, men and women, mostly women, um, they were out trying to figure out how to put more money on the table, you know, for their babies or for their families, you know, and a lot of my customers now are typically young moms, two or three kids, they make their own shirts, they make their own tumblers, they make their own, you know, merchandise, and they, um, they use designs like myself or from anywhere or from Cricut and they'll make their own stuff and they'll sell it locally to their communities and they'll use it to make some extra money on the side or full-time. Um, and so with COVID, I think a lot of people, a lot of people are at home. A lot of people were bored, mm -hmm. a lot of people were crafting, creating. Um, and so that really, really exploded this space. Um, yeah. Oh, so, and during that time, I, <laughs> 
this, my store got actually some traction because I was at that time learning, learning what the trends were, learning how to spot them, learning how to market. And I realized a lot of people were looking for COVID related designs, you know, because everyone was, you know, just hyped up and hating this quarantine, you know, and so <laughs> I'd, I'd make quarantine and chill shirts or quarantine, mm-hmm. mommy, mommy needs a quarantine or, you know, something cute like yeah. design that people related to during yeah. the, the first stages. So that's how the store got some traction in the beginning. And then, mm-hmm. then the holidays came around and people were, you know, wanting to celebrate COVID Christmas, you know, they had all kinds oh. of COVID. If you, if you put anything on Etsy at that time, COVID related anything, it sold like hotcakes because people were home and it was, you know, just, it was life-changing. So that's how the store got its traction. I can truly say that that's how it started. But nowadays it's, yeah. it's more general stuff because, you know, COVID's still around, but it's not as crazy as it was two years ago. Right, right. Um, it got, it definitely was the way that it got its platform. Yeah. So then your business grew on Etsy. And then I also see that you have your own website now. I did do. Did that come after Etsy? It, it did. So um, I decided to open my own website last year, actually. Um we're actually right around, right around the same time last year, that last February. Um, and so with my Etsy store, I decided to open up a Facebook group after that. So I could start, um, leading my customers into my Facebook group. I call it my VIP Facebook group. Um, and I, I love that a lot and they love that a lot because it's kind of a support group for their, for themselves to, you know, discuss problems they may have, but, you know, they're, their crafting fails or, you know, just questions. But then I realized, I'm like, you know what? I need to have my own platform because a year ago, something actually happened and it was kind of scary. Um, I was helping my friend get an Etsy shop um, because she saw my success. She wanted to, you know, start drawing too. And I was like, yeah, for sure. You know? And so showed up her own shop. Unfortunately, she used my tablet and Etsy completely shut down my store. It was gone. Everything was just permanently removed. And I was freaking out. Etsy noted it as a VPN issue. So that's something I learned. You cannot have two stores on the same tablet. You can be on the same internet. But I realized, I'm like, oh my God, you know, this may be my shop, but at the end of the day, Etsy holds the keys to your kingdom. Right. And I said, I'm so glad I have my Facebook group. I've been telling my customers about, but if all things, you know, go, go wrong, I need to have my own website because I need to make money somehow. And so then that's when I decided it pushed me to build my own website, which I was wanting to do anyways. And I knew I needed one. Um, but that's what pushed me to do that. And then luckily everything got resolved. I, took a few days, but Etsy realized their mistakes and they opened the shop back up and oh, hallelujah. But <laughs> so. yeah, I could imagine the fear at the time of like everything you worked for was gone. It was just gone. It was like someone yeah. turned out the lights and I had no idea, you know, what to do. So, yeah. Um, and so you had somewhat of entrepreneurial skills because you had been running a wedding photography business. Mm -hmm. Um, Did you ever study that in school? So I studied photography. Um, I went to school for, I went to college for two years. Um, I took one year of photography classes, but I actually, I never graduated. I dropped out of college because I wanted to pursue photography. 
um, at the time. I never took any business classes. I never took any marketing college classes whatsoever. Um, I, t I tell people I graduated from YouTube University because that's all I really do. I, mm -hmm. I'm at <laughs> home and watch thousands and I, and I mean thousands of hours and hours of tutorials. I would take online e-commerce courses. I would learn from you know, the people I, I saw online that I wanted to be most like, I'm like, you know, why, why do I need to spend money and, you know, getting student debt to take classes that I don't think are going to benefit me when I can just go straight to the source of the people that I look up to and, you know, the right. mentor that I think will make me successful. And so that's what I did. And, you know, did I get a lot of hate for it for my family? Absolutely. They wanted me to go to college, especially my grandma. She's like, no, you need to try to beat it into me. She's like, you need to go to college. You need to graduate just like I did. And I said, grandma, I understand that's what you want from me, but I, I think this is what I need to do. And so, you know, everyone's different. You know, I, I, mm -hmm. I don't upon anyone that goes to college and decides that's best for them. I, hey, more power to you. I, I loved my years of college, but, you know, for me going the different path of, teaching of self-teaching of learning what you believe is best for you. That's just what worked for me, you know, and it paid off because, <laughs> you know, I, I got the, I got the store. I always wanted the online income that I yeah. dreamt of since I probably since I was about 21 years old is when I yeah. wanted to do that. Cause you, you did try to run a couple of businesses, like you mentioned before and had a couple yeah. of Shopify um, yeah. shops, but nothing really stuck <laughs> until nothing you found really this niche. Yeah. And so before on Shopify, which, you know what, it, it needed to happen. I needed to have those failures to have that knowledge and that experience to run a proper business now, because I had opened several Shopify stores. And so that's what I had planned for with this business. I'm like, I'm going to have a Shopify store for this one too. Um, you know, and then the whole Etsy thing pushed me to do that once it got shut down. Um, but before I was, I, I had, so this was the very first time I'd ever actually sold digital items, which I knew even before then I had, you know, heard from a lot of my entrepreneur friends or watched videos. They're like digital products are where it's at, you know, the overhead is low, you know, so much room for profit. And so I knew that was definitely the, the area I wanted to go in. Um, so, but this was the first time I'd ever sell, sold digital products before on my other stores, it was drop shipping, um, lots of items, you know, whole from wholesale, yeah, you know, I've been hearing a lot about that as well. Mm -hmm. Yep. And, and, you know, that's a great, that's a great way to go. You know, oh my gosh, you can make so much money. And a lot of people, a lot of people even open up Amazon stores and do Amazon, you know, um, you know, shipping and stuff, but you know, I just, I realized I wasn't really passionate about anything about like that. And oh gosh, Facebook ads, they, they make me, they have, I have a headache. I would never do Facebook ads. <laughs> yeah. um, even today, I, I don't do Facebook ads, you know, and that's another, so that's another thing. Mm -hmm. um, looking into um, marketing, I, I will be completely honest. I don't do a lot of math. I don't do a lot of ads. Mm -hmm. I don't do a lot of marketing. Um, Etsy pushes your stuff. If you know how to put the correct titles and the correct tags. They have their own advertising. That, that's, that's one thing that they, they have their, their fees, Etsy fees are insane. They're killer. I mean, they take a lot away, but let me tell you, they, they it's, it's worth it because that's probably what I'd be paying in the end if I marketed it myself, if I put Facebook ads, Pinterest ads, Google ads myself. Yeah. Um, and so, so yeah. Yeah. I was going to ask you that next, actually, how you're marketing yourself and gaining more customers. Because I right. did know Etsy takes about 20 cents per listing. They, um, they take 
makes sense mm -hmm. for listing and then more fees on top of that. But for, for myself, they, they take a pretty big chunk because my, my, my files are marked pretty low and they're, they're marked competitively. And so with, with that, Etsy takes about half, sometimes a little more than half. And it's, yeah. it, it's crazy, but you know, that's, that's why I, I opened my own shop because with Shopify, I get to keep um, sixty percent of all of my transactions, which is very helpful, you know. So, mm -hmm. so that's so that's good. So, I, I I encourage anybody if they want to start an Etsy, that's great. Get your footing there. Etsy is the traffic giant. Etsy is where you can grow your customer base and you can have those people. But then, when you want to expand, make sure you have your own website. Make sure you have your own platform—a platform that nobody can take away from you at the end of the day, you know. So right. No, that's all really solid advice. Um, so it seems like you have a couple of different outlets to share your business mm -hmm. and then have customers come from all of those different outlets, not just yeah. betting on one, putting an egg in one basket. Sorry. Absolutely. Um, so what would you advise someone who wants to start today if you had to give it in like a grocery list format? Like step-by-step, step, what do you think are the steps that they, they should take? So if, if someone's looking to, if someone's like start wanting to look in the digital space, at least for Etsy, what I would recommend, um, you know, <laughs> one thing that I've, I've heard a lot of people say when, especially when anyone starts, wants to start any business, they're kind of, they're kind of fearful or they're kind of frustrated because they don't have any you know, um, upfront, you know, money to start the business. They don't have any capital to start, but I, I would say digital is probably one of the very best businesses to start if you don't have any upfront cash, because you don't, you don't, all you have to do is create and then sell, you know, and you have, have some money upfront for Etsy fees, but it, in grocery list style, I would say one, make sure you have a computer or tablet of some sort. Um, oh, just open the shop open the shop, just start, you know, don't, don't worry so much about, you know, what you have to do and all this, but open the shop, you know, get your information and, and, and do that. Cause you know, a lot, a lot of things that Etsy requires up front um, when opening your shop is, you know, you have to get all, you know, the documents, you know, in a row and stuff. If you are wanting to start a legit business, you know, get your proper licensing, make sure you get, you know, your LLC, this is what you're really interested about. And, you know, stuff like that. Cause I'll, I'll be completely honest. When I started, I didn't have my LLC right away. You know, I, I had to go back and play catch. Yeah. And Were you I, a sole proprietor to I, begin with? I was a sole proprietor to begin with, you know, but the thing is, is like, I didn't even have an extra bank account. I didn't even have a business bank account in the beginning, you know? And so then later on, I had to go back when it was tax time, I had to go, you know, erase all my boo-boos. And so, if, you know, cause I was scared, I was young. I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't even know if it was going to blow up or whatever, but you know, if someone's wanting to really take this seriously, make sure you have all your ducks in a row first before you start. So grocery list one, open the shop um, Two, make sure you have your proper licensing and all your ducks in a row set with that three, create your first product. Just go in and really just create a good product for customers that you think is going to, is going to, um, that they're going to buy, but you know, actually I take a step back, maybe do, do research first, do, re, do your research, become like an FBI agent, go do your research, look at, try and find some of the competitors that you think are going to be in that space. Look at, look at everything they're doing. Look at their listings, look at their descriptions, look at their listing photos, look at their, even buy the product, download their products, open it up, see what's, what, see what they're selling 
and everything that they have to offer. Make it as if you're trying to stalk these people because that's kind of what I had to do. I had to go, you know, big brain mode and just look at every little detail to figure out mm -hmm. how people are doing it, why they're doing it, look at their pricing. Then, and you know what? Do your research. Like I said, watch YouTube tutorials. There is a lot of YouTube. Go to YouTube University. Go to YouTube. <laughs> you don't have to pay thousands no. of dollars for that. No. I'm telling you, girl, that is the number one thing that I, I recommend is watch your YouTube tutorials and take notes. Mm -hmm. And not only, don't only just watch the videos. Go actually take action. Do what they're mm -hmm. saying. A lot of people, you know, they'll watch the videos. Eh, you know, they'll, they'll be on their phone. They'll go watch TikToks. They'll get distracted, you know, and they don't actually take the action they have to yeah. do. To get the ball actually rolling. follow through or execute yes yeah. execute absolutely execute mm -hmm. and take action and you know once once you do that but you get the ball rolling a little bit each day you know it, it adds up it really does you know and so so that's what i recommend you know um there this this is another thing and and so this this is a gold nugget for anyone listening who wants to open an etsy shop there is one thing that you will absolutely positively need to download if you plan on getting an Etsy shop and wanting to be successful. And that is a website called erank.com, erank, E-R-A-N-K.com. This website will show you all of the numbers, all of everything that you have to look at for other, other shops, comparing listings, analytics, stuff like that. This is very helpful because this will actually help you learn what tags, what titles, um, to put on your, on your listings. And that's, that's really important when trying to, you know, form your, your store. So one of the biggest barriers people face when starting their own shop or trying to be an entrepreneur is the fear, self-doubt, mm -hmm. and just the uncertainty of knowing they may not get income right away. Yeah. But it sounds like one of the solutions you found is doing the research like as much research as possible to mm -hmm. lower the risk. Right. So like calculated well, risk, would you say? And you know what, the, here, here's another thing. And this is, this is also the beauty of, of digital. Um, there's no overhead. There's absolutely no, you know, other, other than 20 cents, you know, who, who can't afford that, you know, per listing um, you're not losing a whole lot, you know, because Etsy doesn't charge a subscription fee or anything. I say, put as many digital products out there as you can and see what, which one sticks and learn from that. You know what I mean? And once, you know, the more, here's the thing. And, and this is just in general, the more you put out there, the more you're going to get back. And the cool, the cool thing about it is that it's, there's not a whole lot of risk involved when doing digital products because it's unlimited. It's limitless. It's infinite. And, you know, if you find this, this is, this is some, this is some, some little advice that I, I absolutely know can help somebody. If you go on Etsy and you see some listings and they have a bestseller badge on them with a, a little yellow bestseller badge, you're, you're finding gold right there because there's obviously a reason why that listing is selling. And if you can make a product, don't, don't copy it, but if you can make a product that's similar to that in your own way, and you use the correct tags, the correct description, the correct everything, and you use good pictures, I guarantee you that someone's going to buy it. Absolutely. Because Etsy, let me tell you, Etsy has millions of shoppers on there every single day. And the cool thing about art and digital products is that people want different stuff. They, they like, you know, they like to get more and more and more. And 
let me tell you, when you have a lot of products for sale in your store, that's another thing. When you're starting your storefront, fill your shop up, you know, make people don't want to go to your storefront and see that you only have two or three products, you know, fill your shelves, make sure there's something there and be, be, um, be persistent do something every day, because that will also be good for SEO. Um, mm -hmm. and the Etsy, the Etsy robots will see that you're being active and they'll push your stuff more. So that's another reason. That's another um, secret to getting, you know, more sales and stuff. But, you know, like I said, yeah. if you put something out there, the more you put out, the more you're going to get back. That's awesome. And I can like hear from your story, how motivated you are. <laughs> how did you feel when you got the like Etsy star seller? Um, so, you know, you know what? And, and I, I think I mentioned this earlier. Etsy is kind of a little bit behind um, on a lot of things, especially with the digital sellers in the digital market. Um, they didn't give star seller badges right away to digital stores. They only gave them to um, physical mm -hmm. shipping stores. And so when I didn't get it right away, I was, I was a little bummed. I'm like, man, you know what? Like I'm good on my customer service. You know, people get these right away. There's no, there's no problems. People love the files. So I'm like, well, maybe I'm not going to get the star seller badge. But then I think it was three or four months later, they finally fixed it to where digital seller <laughs> can get the badges. Yeah. So, you know, um, when I found out I got it, I was just over the moon ecstatic. I'm like, oh, this is awesome. Cause you know, that's just going to push my listings even higher. Yeah, um, they're going to rank higher in the, in the search engines than they usually do. So it's, it was great, you know, um, but mm -hmm. you know, the star seller badge is awesome. I think what, like I said, what, what really was motivating for me and like, like I'm saying to everybody, go download E-Rank because E-Rank will let you know what your store ranking is. It will let you know what other stores rankings are. And when I was flying through the ranks in the very beginning, it was, that was motivating in itself because I was seeing the numbers go up. I was seeing, you know, you can see how many eyeballs are on your listings daily. You can see how many people are viewing your things. You can see, you know, all kinds of stuff. And so when, when the store reached number one last year, that's when I realized I'm like, I made it, you know, and I, yeah. you know, I didn't, I didn't have to worry about the star seller batch because I knew Etsy was going to push it, whether I, you know, had it or not. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, that was, that was really cool, but. That's so awesome. And so at this point you won the bet against your boyfriend and <laughs> you also replaced your uh, wedding photographer income or even more. Oh my gosh. By, by a long shot. I mean, you know, I, I went from, I'll be, I'll be completely honest as much as I loved photography and that was a huge part of my life and a huge stepping stone to where I was now. I was scraping by. I really was. I was not charging enough. I didn't. It was hard because I, like I said, I was trading my time for dollars. I could only do so much. Mm -hmm. I was tired. You know, I spent hours on hours editing. I didn't even spend most of my time taking pictures. And, you know, a lot of the times the customers were just very cheap and they didn't want to pay, you know, premium pricing. And so I couldn't even really afford right. bills, but, you know, little by little, I, I built my way up with photography mm -hmm. and but by then I, I was, I was burnt out already. And so when I say this completely replaced my income, I'm talking, I'm making six figures now versus maybe $40,000 a year with photography. And it, you know, it's just, it's scalable. It's beyond the moon. Yeah. Eventually, once I started going with this, um, Cricket themselves reached out to me and they wanted a partnership. And when that happened, that's when things really took off. Yeah. 
and I noticed that, you know, the, the, the thing with digital is like, it, like I said, it's, it's infinite. There's so many different things you can do with it versus. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah, no, thank you so much for sharing your story with us. Um, I definitely like when you said passive income, that was something that I think uh, really stuck to me because mm-hmm. you don't want to trade your time for dollars. Right. It's, and um, going down this route, you were able to even make money when you're not working. Absolutely. So it's like you put the costs and time up front and then you can make money uh, in the back end. Heather took a chance at opportunities that came about during quarantine and added her own take on becoming an Etsy seller. You can genuinely hear the passion in her voice as she shares how she found her way to success and how you can too. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe on our website at www.dayoneway.com or follow us on social media.